You're listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. I'm your host, Polly. Welcome to episode 24 of Likely Story. Okay, I'm your other host, Shelby, and I'm going to elect to not sing the entire episode. But you said that's what I was going to do. It was a joke, Polly. It's a 2016 joke. <laughs> okay. I thought our resolution for 2016 was to sing every episode. I thought it was to tell no jokes. <laughs> So we're both off to a great start. <laughs> Happy, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> All right. Um, cool. How was your holiday? It was great. It was fairly quiet. Good. After a burst of family time in Ohio. Um, how about you? It was pretty good. Yeah. Had lots of family time. Yes. And maybe a little extra? A little extra family time. Do, do you want to... <laughs> Tell me what that was like. Uh, sure. So <laughs> we were going to fly out on the 20th, 28th. Yep. To come back to Denver. To come back to Denver. And we are driving after saying goodbye to my parents. And I cried like a little baby. Sure. Normal. And then they both did too. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. And then John got a text message or an email or something. And it was that our flight um, to Chicago got canceled. Yep. Because the Midwest was having nasty, nasty weather. <laughs> like a snow attack. <laughs> so they canceled flights out of 31 airports in the Midwest. And we, as soon as we got back to my cousin's house and her husband, um, John got on hold yeah. and proceeded to be on hold for four and a half hours. I, like, just for the record, <laughs> The time that you spent on hold, we talked through text message for like an hour. I saw Star Wars for a second time yes. and then like went to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and you were yep. like still on hold. <laughs> um, and the funniest part, or maybe not that funny, but funnier to me, is that we didn't have great, great cell reception in my cousin's house. Okay. And we were too worried about getting disconnected because previously oh we had ordered food and like they couldn't hear us. So we had oh to call God. back. So John was like, I'm not letting this happen. Like if I get, st- if I'm going to be on hold, they're going to hear me and not risking getting disconnected. Yeah. And so he sat out in a running car. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't even know this. For most, I, I mean, for pretty much the whole time. Holy crap. And when we got to hour four, we decided to just drive to the Pittsburgh airport to just wait in line and see yeah. what happened first. See if it would be better. And about 30 minutes into that drive, we, they picked up. Oh. And then I'm talking to this really nice grandma sounding person, which is <laughs> thank, good work, United. Good work. Thank you for making me feel like I'm talking to my grandmother after being on hold for four and so a half hours. So that you don't like angrily yes. yell at her. <laughs> and I'm a nice person. I was also tweeting at United this whole yeah. time. And I was like looking at the responses and I started to notice that they were responding or John actually noticed they were responding to people who were being incredibly rude and swearing and saying things that are not appropriate Whoa. for any radio show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they were responding to those people immediately. 
That's crazy. So then I tweeted, I thought being polite, I don't remember the exact tweet, it but seemed it seemed pretty benign when I yeah. remember reading it. But I just said, I, I said, I thought being polite would get me further, but apparently the only way to get any kind of service from United is to be rude and yeah. swear and yeah. be obnoxious. And then a couple people like tweeted back at me like, yeah, can't you believe it's ridiculous. I've been <laughs> nice for hours. No one's responding to me. And finally they responded to that. But we had already gotten a person, an actual person on the phone at that point. So, so this really nice woman is, I, you know, I'm talking to her and, uh, she, she was like, okay, so it looks like we can get you out together, um, at 525 on January. And I'm like waiting 31st. Oh, I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? I was like, and I was like, check Cleveland airport, check Baltimore, check DC. Like Like, we'll drive anywhere. We'll drive to Chicago because that's only like a seven hour drive. We'll drive to, I mean, we'll drive anywhere. Check flights going over, check flights going back, like everything, nothing. Then I had her check other airlines, all the same. The earliest date that anybody could get anyone out was the 31st. Oh my gosh. Because wait, so was the 31st when all the flights resumed or was it because like there was a kind of a sliding scale of cancellations and then you have to rebook all of those I think, people? So it was partially because it was still the holidays. So there was a lot of people flying on the 29th, the 30th. Yeah. Um, and then you had so many flights canceled yeah that by that point and i was like well you better give me extra leg room because my husband's yeah. six foot seven she's like oh my yes of course <laughs> oh my <laughs> let me get that for you and she gave us a window unfortunately on oh, the second flight yeah so we had to fly to houston then okay. to denver which is a much longer flight than flying to chicago to denver yep. yeah flying from pittsburgh to houston is like three and a half hours and then oh. it's another two from houston to Denver, oh my so gosh. much longer than the Chicago leg. Yeah. Um, but we did see a bunch of fireworks going off above Houston as oh, we were flying that's in. cool. So that was fun because yeah. it was New Year's Eve. I was going to see, like, if you were on a flight at midnight anywhere, did, like, the airline try to do something nice? Or <laughs> um, They didn't do anything nice. They yeah. wished us Happy New Year when we got off in Denver at 11.05. Okay. Oh, okay. They were like, let us be the first. And, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, get me off this plane. Um, we celebrated on the road. John's parents were okay. really, 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 really nice to pick us up oh, so late at yeah. DIA because Uber would have been surge pricing. Oh, my gosh. So crazy. And taxis would have been expensive. Yeah. And the only shuttle that was still available didn't leave for, like, another hour and a half or two hours after we landed. So oh. we would have had to sit in the airport. Oh, my gosh. Even longer, and then still pay to get to get there. Home. Yeah. So. Oh man. Yes. But it was. Not, I'm really glad that we didn't. It, I'm really glad that we didn't get to Chicago and then have our and flight canceled, and then get stuck in Chicago for three days. Yeah. Because that would have been three days of hotels and. Yeah. Yeah. So I will still be submitting all of my receipts for everything that we did. Yeah. On those three days. <laughs> to united yeah um to hopefully get at least a travel voucher or something especially for the rental car and all of those pieces so yeah yeah that's crazy um hearing your airport story just reminded me of my flight to ohio well to detroit actually um, and then I have another transportation related <laughs> story. <laughs> we talk a lot about transportation I know, issues this is on our weird. podcast. <laughs> um, so, <coughs> excuse 
excuse me. Um, in the, I don't know, whatever. Flying around the holidays, whatever. Like, it's fine. We didn't have an early flight, so we, like, we weren't grouchy. We were fine. Everything went smoothly. Um, we had a direct flight on Delta um, from Denver to Detroit and whatever. Middle of the day, totally fine. Weather's whatever. Um, we're walking down. And so we don't, we rarely sit together on flights yeah. because Mike really likes the window seat and I like must have an aisle seat. I'm, I have, I love <laughs> aisle seats. I cannot, like I've tried, I mean, I hate sitting in the middle. So sitting next to him is kind of off limits and I've tried window lately, whatever. I don't like it. I like the aisle. So have more, you have more room. I know you can like lean and get away from the person in the middle. And, yeah. There's and just some flexibility. Well, and even John, again, John's six foot seven, and he had a window seat on our flight from Houston to Denver. Yeah, and it definitely I will have to confirm with him, but I believe it was less comfortable than the aisle seat. Yeah, of he having. thinks. Yeah, so um, teach their own. Yeah, so we so Michael was in the row ahead of me on the window, and then I was the row behind in an aisle. Whatever, we we're like walking down the jet bridge, going to like board, and. We're looking at our tickets, and we're row like six and seven or something. And this older couple, um, not like our parents' age, but like grandparent age, uh-huh. um, is sitting there. And the the woman is just already like yelling at the guy, oh, no. and you don't even hear about what. And then all of a sudden, I hear them say that they have seats seven E and F. And I just looked at Mike and was like, No. no! <laughs> Because that just, I was like, oh, God. So, I mean, like, luckily they were fairly small, so at least they weren't going to be, like, overcrowding me. Yeah. But, like, the entire flight, the woman was just nagging this man. Like, he packed the bag all wrong, and the book she wanted to read wasn't in the right bag. Oh, my gosh. And he was like, well, it's in the other suitcase. Like, you'll get it when we get home. And she was like, I only wanted to read it on the plane. That's actually something she said, as if books can't be read other places. (laughs) Um, and then what else? At one point, like he was sleeping, but like he had trash on his tray table. Uh And so I was like just watching a movie. And so I just grabbed it. Like it was clearly trash. It was two cups stacked with napkins inside of it. It was clearly trash. So I just took it and I gave it to the lady when she came by. And so then the woman was all mad at him that I did that because he should have been paying attention even though he was like sleeping. Because it was so hard for you to go to reach over the two centimeters of space. Because he was in the middle and I, whatever, it was fine. Oh my gosh. But like before that had even happened, this is my first favorite part. And then it gets... I think even better. I had decided that like vacation needed to start. And so I was going to order a drink on the plane. Good for you. And so thank you, Delta and your, um, what do they call it? Oh, a sky breeze instead of a sea breeze. (laughs) Um, it was amazing. But so the woman comes over and is taking orders and she gets the orders from the couple. And then I just said, Oh, like a sky breeze please and she just goes mm-hmm sure yep okay and then she like brought me extra snack and then I went to give her my credit card and she just like took it like in her hand and then just put it right back down on my trade table and was like Merry Christmas you just pass that along and I was like all right this is amazing like either she's just being lovely and like is doing this for everyone or she saw this couple (laughs) and like saw how stressful it was. So that was like just lovely. 
So I'm just like pouring my drink while they are like bickering. Um, and then we get to Detroit and um, my dad and my sister pick, were picking us up. We were waiting outside. We'd gotten our luggage. They were just going to drive um, through and pick us up, whatever. So we're waiting out there and um, like a lot of airports now, but like the the police that monitor yeah. the pickup are intense. Yes. Like they are serious about their job and it is like a little bit terrifying. And this woman in this huge SUV had pulled through and was like just waiting. Uh-oh. And the cop comes over to her and he's like, hey, Can't if your do- people aren't outside, you need to go around again. Which in Detroit admittedly is a huge hassle, but whatever. That's Same what you have Pittsburgh. to do. You yeah. should have waited until they were ready. Yep. And... And she was like, I swear I just saw them inside. Like, I'm just going to wait here a minute. And he was like, miss, <laughs> you need to pull around or I will give you a ticket. And then, like, something else was going on. And so he was helping two other cars. And so he, like, walked away for a minute to con- go back to directing traffic. Yeah. And she got out of her car. And so he went over and was like, miss, if you and like you can hear them like talking and yeah. she's just like yelling at him. And oh so my gosh. he I wish this was, a, again, a video this podcast. Is- he takes his ticket book out of his back pocket and like flips it open <laughs> in like the most dramatically amazing way. And he starts taking down her info and writing her a ticket. And Mike and I are just watching the whole thing like amazed. <laughs> And then who walks out? Oh, yes. But the couple who yes. had been sitting next it's to her me. Sister. And so it was so it was um it was like a young woman. So it was her she was picking up her parents. Oh, okay. So they walk out and the mom of the who was sitting next to me like goes and starts yelling at her and the cop about like what's going on here and all this stuff. <laughs> oh and I'm just God. like and at this point, my dad and my sister had pulled in, and yeah. so we were trying to hurry up, and I was like, okay, just load the luggage, look behind me, <laughs> see what's happening, and I'll explain it in the car. And we just like <laughs> drove away. But I was just like, yeah, Merry Christmas to all. I got a free drink, and I got to see this hilarious, like, the apple does not fall far from the tree, <laughs> yeah. that that woman just was like, I'm going to go yell at some cop about yeah. my parking ticket. Oh, my Crazy. <laughs> Um, anyway, so that was my silly airport um, I moment. Also, I also had a couple, of, an older man, again, probably like more grandparents age, yeah. a little younger, but um, who was being so mean to his wife. They were both sitting in two <sighs> aisle seats like yeah. next to each other. Um and she was like talking to him and he didn't put, he, I don't know why he didn't do this, but he didn't put his bag in an overhead bin when he was walking on the plane. Okay. And you know how now that they charge people that people bring an exorbitant amount of legit, of yeah. the, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what do they bring? <laughs> Tons of luggage. Okay. Yep. Tons of luggage. Um, and now people have to like gate check their bags so that everything will fit and all yeah. that. So he has this bag and it's not that ridiculous, but, um, and she was like, well, up there are some and he's just pointing out different places. And he was like, I stop telling me what to do. I see where places are. Stop it. Oh, holiday and, spirit, everyone. And this went on for a little while and then. We landed and he was on the phone with, I don't think the people that were picking them up, but some other, and she started talking at him to like say things, which I know my mom does and bothers my dad. That never goes well. (laughs) He was like, stop it. Shut up. Stop telling me what to do. And I'm like, stop being so mean. This is awful. It's Christmas. Love each other. Yeah. 
It's rough. And then I'm like, is this what your whole life is like? Rough. Probably. Yeah. I can't imagine this one day was an anomaly to no. their behavior. I'm sure it wasn't. Um, yikes. Um, okay, the other one, and I will just share quickly, um, was that when driving the 17 to 18 hours from Ohio to Florida, we left, we, we wanted to leave at 6 a.m., on the 26th. Yep. We left at 6.01. Good work. Which was pretty amazing. And that was like pulling out of the driveway. Garage doors closed. We're on the road at 6.01. Nice. It's pretty amazing. We were making fairly good time. Traffic was, you know, whatever. Um, my mom is the one who normally does this drive when they go down for longer periods of time. And she normally goes the other route, which I don't know what highway that is, but it's whatever goes through like the Carolinas. Okay. Yeah. Um, because then she'll stop at um, her brother's in North Carolina, and as it's kind of like the halfway point. It's but, the route that you take from Pennsylvania to yeah. through the Carolinas. Yeah. I don't know what the high, whatever, it doesn't know. matter. But we didn't go that way. We took 75, which takes, you take 75 the entire way till you get onto one other highway, and then you go to their house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you take 75 the whole way down through Atlanta, okay. which is terrible atlanta is terrible it yes. is terrible driving around or driving through at least they didn't um, have their ice apocalypse that they yeah. had it was not the ice apocalypse <laughs> like the weather was surprisingly good, good which is what we were worried about um except that we got just south of atlanta and my dad was like okay like he'd been driving for most of the time he's like all right like I'm pretty done. Can somebody else take kind of a longer night shift? Because we wanted to do this all in one one shot. We had four driving adults. so possible. um, It was possible. But he, so he wanted a break and he was like, okay, like I'll just try to get us down to this next stop and that'll be fine. All of a sudden, tire pressure light goes on. We all look at it and go, (laughs) oh, that's the tire pressure light. And then immediately flat tire. Oh, man. And so luckily he was able to get over to like the right hand side and there was kind of an embankment like in a hill and then woods. So there was like room. Yeah. But he got over and it was the driver's side front tire that is completely flat. And we're on the busiest, scariest highway (laughs) of all highways. And it is now about 7.30 or so p.m. So it is pitch black. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And it is just constant traffic and semis and holiday traffic and everything. And so, like, we all kind of just sat there for a few minutes. (laughs) Like, oh, what are we supposed to, like, you're normally supposed to stay in your car because that's safer. Yeah. But that didn't feel very safe because it's dark. Yeah. And what if someone hit our car and, like, they drive a big car. And so there was enough room, but like if, if my dad, like when he got out of the car from Mm -hmm. the driver's seat, like he was across the line into the lane. Like he had to wait until there wasn't traffic for him to open his door and like run out. And like my mom and I were in the backseat and we slid across and went out the passenger side and everything. So we went and like waited up on the, like this hill um, like a safe distance away from the car and all of this stuff. And we just didn't like, we had a spare and stuff, but didn't think that changing it on that highway yeah. with no help was like the right idea. Yeah, no. <laughs> so they called like roadside assistance from their insurance and 
the woman was like, okay, like we'll probably send a tow out. It'll be about 45 minutes. We also, um, because of where you are, we're going to alert a state trooper and have a state trooper come and and either block traffic or just like make sure everything's okay so that the tow can get you guys off the road and whatever. So we're waiting. And this, at this point I realized like, uh, this is really creepy. And if this were like walking dead times, (laughs) we'd all be done because it was like the middle is the middle of Georgia and we're on the side of the road and there's just like this wall of woods behind us. So it was super creepy. Um, it ended up taking like an hour and a half. Oh geez. And there were multiple calls trying to figure out like where we were. Yeah. And I'm like, we are giving you the best directions we can. You're from this stupid area. How can you guys not figure it out? So they finally figured out. And then like a guy just pulls up in like, an Impala or a Mustang or something like yeah. just a single dude in a little sports car. <laughs> and like my dad goes up and we're just like, ugh, like no offense. But the last thing we want to deal with is like a good Samaritan. Yeah. Like this just adds to how unsafe this is. Cause a trooper had never come by yet and all this stuff. Yeah. And the guy was like, Nope, I'm here to help change the tire. And we're just like, what? Whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> like we thought they were going to send a tow because like, We're this on is a busy really, highway. really unsafe. And the guy's like, well, what tire is it? And my dad goes, uh, dude, it's the front, front like driver's, front side. driver's <laughs> side tire. And the guy just goes, oh, no. <laughs> and my dad's like, yeah, that's why we thought you were coming with a tow truck. And he was like, no, I do this all the time. What? <laughs> And we're just like, that doesn't mean what? And so like at this point, like him and my dad just start getting to stuff. But like we have to unload our entire car, which is full of luggage and stuff for the Florida house. So like all of our belongings are on the side of 75. (laughs) We get the spare tire out. And at one point a trooper does stop by. He looked like he was maybe 10. Um, it was like the greenest state trooper who had to work the day after Christmas. And apparently he stopped by and he was like, it's been a really busy night. I just wanted to make sure everything was okay, but I really like need to go. Like if you guys are fine, like I'm just going to go. And so we're like, okay, bye. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm like, if things, if you are needed elsewhere, like go, I understand. But you know, so they fixed the tire and, we were able to make it. So we spent the night in Macon, Georgia. All right. It's a, a quaint little town <laughs> with lots of hotels, luckily. Um, so we were able to get a hotel. We went out to dinner at like 10 p.m. by the time we like got there. Because um, like the guy was like, well, you could probably drive about like 100, 250 miles on that spare. And we're like, yeah, we're going to Florida. We have like <laughs> eight more hours of driving. And the guy was like, ooh, that seems too far. So we had to, like, stay the night, go and see if we could, like, get the tire fixed or if we just had to, like, replace it. And um, I thought this was just kind of a cute, like, this is something. And I think we've talked about this, like, how you treat service industry industry workers, restaurant, anything. Like, just says a lot. And so um, I thought it was just so funny. So my dad decides um, there's, like, a 
a tire tires plus in Macon, Georgia. Oh, great way to go. Thank you for saving our trip. (laughs) Um, he emailed them the night before. So like that night when we got in and was like, I'm traveling with my family. Like (laughs) we were trying to get to Florida. We sat on the side of I 75 for two hours. (laughs) Like, can you fit us in to like get this tire fixed right when you open at nine? Yeah. And because the only time slot they had open was like noon or something. Uh. But he was so determined. And so he went there at like 8 a.m. He was like, I'm going to be there when they open. I'm going to make sure they like have read my email and see if they can help. The manager came out at 8.30. So 30 minutes before they opened, uh-huh. he saw my dad sitting in the car that was described in the email that he had just read. He came out and he was like, oh, you know, Mr. Robertson. And, you know, I got your email. Like, we're full. We have appointments all morning, but we'll try to just fit you in whenever we have like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like we'll take the tire. We'll look at it right now and we'll see whatever. Yeah. And so they managed to fit him in around like nine 30. Oh yeah. They had to replace the whole tire whatever. Um, and then my dad, so whatever he paid and finished up and then he gave them all gave them money to buy lunch for the whole staff Aww. at the tires plus and my dad was like, you know, here's some money for the whole crew. And the guy was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, on Sundays, these guys don't really get a break. Like, this is so nice. And so he then announced it to, like, the whole staff Aww. instead of, like, secretly keeping the money or something, <laughs> yeah. you know. You know, and he was like, oh, customer here is just, like, wanting to say thanks. And so my dad came and was like, all right, everybody in. We got the tire. Let's go. And I was like, oh, that's such a cute story, though. I'm like, oh, right. We were delayed a very long time, so I'm glad they were able to help. But good work, Dad. Nice. So, And then yeah. we made it to Florida. Then we made it to Florida, and we sat around for a week, and it was amazing. Awesome. That's the end of my extremely long transportation-related story. <laughs> well, I have, a really, I have a really quick story that I just remembered yes. when you were talking about The Walking Dead. Yes. So my my parents, I think I've talked about this before, um, travel around um, in a fifth-wheel RV or whatever. But my on um, uh, Christmas Day, my dad um, has, like, this little handgun okay. that he got out for him and John to shoot. Okay. And then I went out, and I was like, I'm going to try. I need to get ready for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, good i like where this is going and they set up just a little like um piece of plastic to shoot at okay like a target a target sure um but it wasn't very but that was your target yeah was a piece of plastic yeah um and i'm a pretty good shot so really like i I said to some people um uh, some of my family we also talked about plans and they're all planning to head to um Camp Mahaffey which is a church camp that most of my family attends. Okay. It's near Punxsutawney. Sure. Um and there's water there and there is some like Good plan. small mountains, not like Colorado okay. style mountains. So I yeah. think it's a pretty it's sparsely populated as it's well. It's a good plan. So and then there's canned goods from all the different cabins that are up good. at the camp so be able to sustain them sustain themselves for a while. Yeah. I did say if they could make it out to Colorado, Colorado that we have our own plan but yeah. now i know i'm a good i'm well i knew i was a decent shot but i didn't shot a handgun in a really long time so okay. now that i've done that i know that i'm I, feeling better about i can shoot those zombies in the head okay i'm feeling good about my continued plan to just find wherever you and john are yeah. and then follow you guys <laughs> yes <laughs> and carolyn will be trapped up somewhere because she can't stand not showering 
Yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> with with her Lysol, her, her, yeah. oh, her wipes. baby wipes, <laughs> and her gum. Yes, and her gum. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll try to stock up in case she can make it out to Colorado. Yes. Um, okay. Enough transportation, <laughs> holiday-related stories. It is far past time to start talking about The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Because... It is back. It is back. It premiered last night. Yes. And we watched it. We sure did. And texted the entire time. Oh, man. Watching it live is way too many commercials. <laughs> it's awful. Oh, boy. The show is long enough, and then you add commercials into it, and it's 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 painfully long. Yeah. So it was a two-hour episode plus later a one-hour live like which I did not watch talking I, about the show. I watched thirty minutes of it. And I recorded then I went to it. Bed. <laughs> I recorded it, and I'll watch right. it maybe tonight. So I think uh, we're just going to go ahead with predicted spoilers. Yes, because we cannot at all confirm that any of these things are spoilers. That's true. Except so some of the things that we know from. The filming that happened in Warsaw. Yep. We do know a little bit. But yes. so Ben Higgins, our bachelor, came in, whatever. They had all the introductions. He talked so lovingly of Warsaw, where he no longer lives. I know. <laughs> it's adorable. I, I, have, I think of how I would probably be the same if I was the bachelorette. I would want to go back to my hometown of Mercer and yeah. look at it lovingly, even though I live in Boulder now. Yeah. I don't even know Drive where a, I would pick a massive suburban around. <laughs> yes, weirdos. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, where would you pick? I actually don't know. Oh. I mean, because <clears throat> like the place we grew up in Ohio, I lived from ages two to sixteen, and then I lived somewhere different for a year and a half and then someone different for a year and a half. And then I went back somewhere for a year and your parents aren't there anymore. And then my parents moved somewhere else and then they moved somewhere else and then they moved somewhere else. So like no one is where we started or sort of close. Yeah. I don't know where we would go. Huh? Okay. You don't have to really worry about this. You're married. Yeah, this also is not going to come up. <laughs> no, I told I've told John that we should apply and then we could be a scandal. <laughs> but I think it would be obvious because they could just like Google you <laughs> and there'd be wedding photos or something. <laughs> or a six month recorded podcast <laughs> talking about your wedding planning. <laughs> I mean, if we erase this episode now and then if yes. we start talking about how the wedding never happened and oh, it was all i got it annulled faked yeah i just was doing it for listens because i heard that weddings brought podcast <laughs> listeners <laughs> it's all about the podcast ratings y'all oh my gosh okay 50 shades of crazy <laughs> okay favorite quote from the bachelor episode last night we was got- from our girl kayla from Hudson, Ohio. Her name is spelled very stupidly, though. It is very confusing. <laughs> We're just going to call her Ohio. We like her. And she, they aired this clip <laughs> like, like 20 times. times. And she's talking about someone who is crazy. Her name is Lace. But but Ohio just keeps going, 50 shades of crazy. <laughs> 
And it's amazing. And it made me laugh every single time. <laughs> good. And then when they showed the actual clip of her, again, this isn't a video yeah. podcast, so, but she's like, gets all We'll like, find it. Yeah. It's like, 50 Shades are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I don't even know how to begin. Yeah, like, how do we begin? What about. Okay, so here are the things I want to cover. Great. The most ridiculous moments. Okay. How, how you think Ben is doing so far. Okay. Um, your favorite and your least favorite of the girls. Great. And I think that kind of leads into, like, your predictions. Okay. Your predictions of the top girls, and then we can talk about some of the previews and the spoilers that are just kind of prediction, you okay. know. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all. That's everything I want to cover. I think that's a good... Good sum- well, how summation. How do you want to start? Let's talk about Ben. Okay. How do you think he's doing? So far, so good. Yeah. He's not as boring as I thought he would be. See, Amy, are you listening to this? Because <laughs> Amy today, my friend Amy, told me that she wasn't going to watch this season because she thinks that Ben is lame and boring. Lene has also said that she might not watch this season. I also, if we remember a few podcast episodes ago or like half a year ago, I, I said that I was very unhappy with the choice of Ben Higgins because I think he's, he's too normal. Yeah. he's. And I will say I found him, he is a little um, systematic. So he started saying the same things to girls. Yeah. Like he would be like, what can we do to calm you down? Which was adorable the first time he said it. And then like, okay. I know. Because they kept walking girls. up and being like, I'm freaking out. I'm, I'm so, so nervous. nervous. <laughs> well, oh, I didn't tell you my name. Oh, oh my gosh. Rebecca. I think the one thing he's going to always like wolf to see if this is one of his phrases is saying that like they're incredible. Yeah. Like he does a really lovely job. I think of not just harping on their looks. Yeah. Like that is true. Like I do think that he is normal in like a really good upstanding way. Yeah. Like he didn't want to just go in and be like, Oh, you're all so pretty and gorgeous and this is going to be great. Like yeah. he would come in and just be like, you seem really incredible or like what an incredible profession or you're all so smart and I'm so excited to talk to you more. Like he'd kept, it seems like he's making conscious like decisions or he's just a nice guy. And so that's what comes out. Yeah. Um, When he was um, being talked to by three former bachelors, including Chris, who uh, broke up with Whitney. Yeah. Why is he there? And he was talking about like finding love. And I'm like, you didn't find love. Go home. (laughs) My favorite of that, though, which in the live (laughs) thing that that aired um, afterwards, uh, Ben was on and he talked about this, too. Like Chris's advice was like, oh, kiss them all. Do whatever. (laughs) And Ben was like, oh, I don't know. Like, it's not really my style, but... He said he like wants to make like he made a very specific point that he didn't want to just like start making out with all of them on the first yeah. day he met them. Yeah. Even though some tried. One. Lace. Lace. Her name is Lace, first of all. And I'm really disappointed that she's from Denver, Colorado. Uh, the supposedly are not good. But she's a little crazy. She Lace is, is a little, little crazy. She's the one Ohio was talking about. She was talking about how she didn't think there were that many pretty girls there. And it's like, okay, this is literally a group of the prettiest women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're making on to a very superficial reality television show. <laughs> like, these women are gorgeous. Shut your face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was like, I'm definitely the prettiest. Oh. 
Um, but she is going to be crazy. Yes, she did get a rose. Um, and she took Ben aside immediately after getting the rose because she got the final rose. Yeah. And proceeded to yell at him. Yes. Because he didn't make eye contact with her during the rose ceremony. And she, he gave her the last rose. And does he even really want her there? Yeah. And then Ben in his interview was like, I gave you the rose. <laughs> What more do you want from me? Like, the unfortunate thing is based on the previews with her, it seems like she makes it at least a few more Yeah, because the producers want her there because she causes drama. she's crazy. Because I know at this stage, I think it's probably a 50-50 in terms of, like, who Ben keeps and who the producers want Ben to keep. Yeah. Because at this point, it's, I mean, it's first impression. It's attracted, like, it is looks because... Some of these girls didn't even get to talk to him. Yeah. Um, and just true. those, like, very surface-level impressions. Yeah. So I think the producers probably have more of a say in this early stage of, like, who gets to stay. Like, who yeah, has like to stay. Yeah, like, recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. Who else? I um, – okay. So, wait. Any more thoughts on Ben? I mean, he's, like, adorably awkward, yeah, and he's, I still he's probably too young for this. <laughs> yeah, do you think? Okay, so this is we were gonna talk about this though because I just realized that I cannot say that they are too young <laughs> because there was like a girl that was like twenty four, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know, she seems pretty young. Okay, Mike and I started dating when we were twenty two, maybe like the year we were turning twenty three. We got engaged when we were. At the end. So we got engaged right before my 24th birthday. (laughs) And we got... Right? And we got married the year we turned 25. (laughs) So... Or like all of that's a year shifted. Because now I'm like, I thought we were 25 when we got married. So maybe the year we were turning 26? I don't know how to do math. But all I'm saying (laughs) is that I cannot judge that any of these people are too young. You mean the 22-year-old twins? They're not too young? I can't judge that because we started dating when we were 22, I think. Yeah, but the point of the show is to get engaged by the end of well, the show. Well, that's true. But I know they could of get people. engaged and they could get married four years later. That's true. So That's true. A lot of them do that. I mean, they seem young because they seem immature. Yeah. Well, exactly. But maybe some of them are not. not. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Thoughts about the other girls. Also, they're twins. Weird. Gross. I just... Okay, here's why I think it's weird. What if twin A, because I don't know their names, like, what if he falls in love with twin A, but twin B has also loved him this whole time? Yeah. And now... They have to be at, like, holidays together or something That's weird. That's why it'll never work. That's why it's stupid to even do it. Like, they're yeah. doing it for ratings and they're doing it for, like, entertainment. But it will never... It just doesn't it will seem never like it be would work. okay. It'll just be weird. Like, he's not going to pick one of them. Yeah. I don't think so. And I think they are young. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like... Uh, Jamie, who is actually Caitlin's friend from Canada. Yeah, she's awesome. She seems really fun. And then Kayla is the right Kayla from Ohio. I think it's Kayla. Kayla or Kayla. I don't know. It's spelled C A I L A. Yeah. So right. Um. Do you want to mention that there was a chicken enthusiast? Yeah, and I loved her. 
Her name was Tiara, which brought back bad memories from a previous bachelor of a crazy Tiara. Oh, my gosh. But this Tiara, obviously dramatized for the show, had chickens, and she really liked her chickens. Yeah. And so her, like, little promo video was all about how she had to make a hard decision between leaving her chickens and going on The Bachelor. And I liked her. I I like her dedication to her chickens. (laughs) Oh, no, Polly, it's so crazy. But then she seemed totally normal. She did seem totally <laughs> normal, which was like scared me even more. Here, I just don't get it. Again, it's the producer. There's some producer I behind know. the scenes being like, you got to play up your chicken thing. Play up the weird chicken thing. <laughs> Here's what I don't understand. She went home. Well, she did go home, which was sad. Rachel, who I can't even picture, but I have a note about this. Her description was like just 23 unemployed or something. Let me see if this is her. I'm looking at her on. Um, From Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay. There is a chicken enthusiast. (laughs) Like pick something. That was her like descriptive title. And so I'm like, are you making a statement? You could, do you have no other hobbies? Like there have been dog walkers. There have been chicken enthusiasts and you couldn't come up with anything but unemployed i know so i thought that was a little bit crazy um what else there's an oh the news anchor olivia is who got the first (gasps) she (laughs) she seems like she's gonna be crazy I well, there's drama with her we know that from the previous for the upcoming drama here's the thing dear listeners she is 23 And she had a job as a news anchor, which is impressive because I remember being in high school and looking at the job projections for newscasters, and it was negative 12,000 jobs. (laughs) All right. Thus crushing my dream to ever be a newscaster. Then I remembered that I was an introvert, and it was okay. Yeah. She has a job. Yeah. She brags to Ben about how she quit that job that she loved. Like, and how it, amazing it how was. How amazing this job was. She worked with great people. She got to work with the community. And she quit that job because she thinks that she might have a chance with this Bachelor on a reality game yeah. show television yeah. show. <laughs> Here's what I think. She likes being on TV <laughs> yeah. and wants to now start doing reality television or something else. Or she thinks she can be Elizabeth, what's her face? Hasselback. Yeah. Who got famous on Survivor and then was on The View and now is on Fox News. Yeah. Gross. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I, mean, I don't know. There's um, the other big, the other big thing was that two veteran oh, contestants yeah. are back. Becca. Becca, um, who made it to the final two. Two. With Chris. Chris Souls. And then Amber. Who was also with Chris. Who was also on that season, but like got, nobody really know remembers her. She got and then she got early. she was on Bachelor in Paradise, which yeah. is like how I've recognized her. Yeah. But so they're back and all the other girls were pissed, which I think is funny. Mostly about Becca. Mostly Becca. Nobody knew who Amber yeah. was. Um, 
but there was like a kind of a a Twitter analysis of like live tweeting during the show. Mm -hmm. And the most tweeted about was Becca of like people saying like hashtag team Becca. Hope it works out this time and all this stuff. I don't know. I'm okay with Becca. I just, maybe she is actually ready, but this in Chris's season, maybe it was because she knew Chris wasn't right for her. Yeah. But like her parents, like no one thought that she was ready for marriage at all. Everyone was like, no, she's not. So maybe she's ready now, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Um, okay. Any like uh, most ridiculous moments um, that happen on television? Well, Mandy, I believe her name is. Let me double check. Put the rose on her head. Put the came in with a rose. I also watched Mandy's audition tape, and it was super weird. Oh, she's um, the dentist. She's the dentist. She's not the type of dentist that I would like to go to because she's super judgmental. She, this was one of the most ridiculous moments. She pulled him aside, like, immediately while he was, like, welcoming people. And then she went outside and, like, basically performed, like, a dental exam to make sure that his teeth were in good condition before she could date him. Meanwhile, he has, like, a perfectly white, beautiful smile. And she determined that he needs to floss more. Don't we all? It's just, it's it's a conspiracy from the dentist. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Yeah, she's super weird. Um, but she got a rose, just like the twins got a rose, just like Lace got just, a rose. Yeah. And then meanwhile, Red Velvet oh, went home. Laura. She was awesome. She was so sweet and she looked beautiful. She really lovely and normal. And she clearly is worried about her red hair. Yeah. Because that was what she said. She was like, maybe he just doesn't like redheads. Some like, people oh, don't. Some people don't. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then another ridiculous moment is from Shoshana, who is Russian. And yes. we are still unclear if she actually speaks English because the only clips of her were speaking Russian. Yes. That was very intimidating. Like it She sets, got a rose. It sets you apart. But like what? Let's look at her profile here to see if it's in English. Oh, she's an older one. One, and that was another thing of these, this season is that there aren't any like women in their 30s. Everyone's. I thought there was like one 30 year old. I don't think there is. She might have gotten eliminated already. Um, but Shoshana's 27. She is from Salt Lake City, Utah, and is a mathematician. Okay. Favorite music. This is Deep House, EDM, and Russian. Okay. So. Um, her, her, she responded in English to her survey. Well, good to know. I think, okay, so some of like the spoilers and then predictions. So okay. we heard from the Warsaw, the filming that happened in Warsaw. Mm-hmm. There was a carnival that was constructed, um, which appeared to be home, obviously like hometown dates. And he had three different long blonde haired women with him which eliminates only about a fourth of the cast. A fourth of the cast <laughs> but the predictions um were that one of them Do is we think becca's um, one of them i don't i, don't I think either. it's amanda um, who has two kids who is the yeah the she's 25 divorced mom of two um she seems really cute and nice she seems fine um lauren b who is the flight attendant from california who was born to be so this was another point that a ton of these women are from coastal regions yes 
Ben lives in a landlocked state known as Colorado. Yeah. We don't have very many beaches in Colorado. Maybe you can be a software salesman anywhere. You can, Well, you can be. But he likes Denver. Why would yeah. he leave Denver? Denver's awesome. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I don't like the idea of him moving for some girl. Some floozy. <laughs> some floozy. <laughs> um, okay. So Amanda, Lauren, B. I really want Kayla to make it pretty far. It seems like she does from the previews. It seems like she does from the previews. And it seems like Olivia makes it kind of far. She's got shoulder length blonde hair. Yeah. Olivia, there's drama around Olivia. We hear from the previews. Yeah. That Um, she's lying. Who do you think the other long blonde hair? Is it Lauren H? Is it Leah? Is it Mandy? Is it? Um, I hope it's not Mandy. I doubt it. She's not going to lie. They'll, she'll just be around until the producers can't control him anymore. Maybe it is Becca. I don't know. Or Haley. I don't remember one of the Haley twins. at all. Oh, She's yeah. She's one of the twins. No, no. It's not going to be one of the twins. I don't know. The twins have different smiles. That's true. They do. Um, also, the best thing about the live show afterwards was that um, it was... Uh, I'm sorry, Diablo Cody and Lauren Lapkus, who are like the two celebrity super fans. Uh And they asked about if, if Chris Harrison or if Ben were able to tell the twins apart at any point. (laughs) And Chris Harrison gave a spoiler that in next week's episode, they play a soccer match. Uh Oh, and one of the twins breaks her thumb. (laughs) And so for the rest of the time, they're able to tell them apart because the (laughs) one has a broken thumb. (laughs) And so like they asked Chris Harrison and before Ben came out on the show and then he was out there and they asked him and he like started to say it. Then he was like, oh, I don't want to give anything away. And Chris was like, oh, no, I already spoiled the soccer (laughs) game. Go ahead and tell him. And so then he told like the same story, which I thought was really funny. Um, Anyway, yeah, I don't know. It seems just as dramatic and ridiculous as all of the other seasons will be. Yeah. Um, Maybe it is Becca. There's not, I mean, there's a lot of blondes left, but yeah, there. So some of the hilarious like rumors on social media are that um, Lauren B Mm -hmm. is the winner and that they are currently still engaged. Oh. So those are the rumors on Twitter from unidentified who knows what. But then the spoiler king reality Steve also says it's Lauren B. Huh. But that's pretty early because he was wrong last year and he had he to was. revise his yeah, prediction. So I don't know. Well, he, he fixed it when um, uh, Caitlin did that Snapchat of her and Sean together oh, before well, it yeah, was so open. did everyone. <laughs> yeah. Because it was obviously her and Sean. Uh Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't know what else I have about The Bachelor. I can't believe it's back and that it's going to be taking up time in my life again. (laughs) And I don't like, I don't know how I feel about it. So I wanted to coin this segment. We watch The Bachelor so you don't have to. I think that's great. But someone already has had that on a blog. Dang it. I was like, like, la, la, la. Oh, we watch The Bachelor because you don't have to. And then I was like, oh. Yeah. I know why I thought of that. <laughs> well, we don't have a great track record of naming <laughs> segments. So something that creative could not have come from yeah. thin air. But that's kind of what the segment is. We can maybe think of a different way to say that. I think that's fine. 
try to bring you interesting news from a terrible show so that you don't ever have to watch it. Yep. But then you'll know what's happening in the world. Yeah. Of reality TV. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Um, in the other world of reality TV, I remembered that the newest season of Top Chef started. <laughs> I think it's like five episodes in. Um, it's Top Chef California. Woo! It's pretty cool so far. Cool. There's a couple people I like. We can get into it another time. All right. That sounds good. Yeah. I've been mostly watching The Affair on Showtime. Oh, yeah. Oh, and The Nick on Cinemax. I started oh. watching it on the airplane after I watched Jurassic World, which was ridiculous. <laughs> My mom watched that in the car and loved it. <laughs> Jurassic World. So good. Well, yep. it is so good, but it's totally ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Except I, I love raptors now. They're kind of like so mean kitties. No. I mean, they're better than the huge, like, crazy T-Rex monster thing. That had raptor in it. That's why they didn't tell us what other <laughs> dinosaurs were in it. It's part raptor! <laughs> dun, dun, dun! dun! <laughs> Watch out, boys! They have a new alpha! <laughs> oh, my gosh. But then in the end, the raptors came back to his side. They did. The T-Rex got loose, and, oh, it was the Save big the sea day. monster. But I liked the raptors. I'm telling you, they're like big kitties. Okay. I will disagree and we'll move on. (laughs) Um, I do. I will have to share it. um, Carolyn shared this on our Facebook and my mom shared this with me. But this hilariously ridiculous, uh, I will loosely call article, um, called You've Been Gilmored. And it's just this great story from, from reputable news source BuzzFeed. Um, but we'll put it we'll put it in the show notes and it's already on our Facebook page. But like if you love Gilmore Girls, just go read it. It's about Luke's cell phone number from season four, and I'll just leave it at that and let you go look it up because it's amazing. Um and then what else? Just um we were talking about new shows that are gonna be starting soon. So if you need a serious show to counteract The Bachelor the only one that I have looked at that I'm undecided yet of if I'm going to watch is American Crime. Yeah, I'm. I don't know that I'm crazy about the storyline that they picked. Yeah, John's not either. Maybe that's the point. Maybe it's well. Important. It's clearly the point. I know it's just such a crazy show. It starts tomorrow. Okay. Well, we'll have to decide. I'll put it on the DVR and we'll put watch it on it. the DVRs. The, the DVRs. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I think that's all I got. I I am exhausted from The Bachelor. Man. Yeah. That's all. Thanks for tuning in today. Yeah. Um, you know, you can always catch us on Twitter, of course. Hashtag Likely Story, at Shelby Elizabeth, at Polly Ann K. Um, you can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher. So you never miss an episode like right this week when you might be freaking out that we're late, but really it's because we recorded on a Tuesday and we're releasing two days late. Woo. Sorry, but it'll be in your podcatcher. Don't worry. Hopefully you used an RSS or an iTunes button on the website. It's coming for you. To manage this. Yeah. Your Wednesday will be so much better. It will be. Hump days. Um, What else? Facebook stuff. (laughs) Polly's going to keep saying weird things. (laughs) You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash sunriserobot. And, Polly, would you like to thank 
always. Special thanks to our amazing Patreon superstar level sponsors, Carolyn Kraut and Benji Robinson. You guys are so awesome. <laughs> and we're getting shades on crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>